knocked into some lady who's dropped her <clears throat> statue. Is she because it's what's her name? Allison? His his love of his life? A great guess. It's Alicia. Alicia. Yeah, you know exactly who it is. So now they're going to meet each other, and then Ben's Grimm's gonna be like, I'm in love. Now this is acting because she's blind, she's gotta feel Ben's face. Now she got this job. She went to the audition. And there were all these, you know, she was a stage actress and there were all these like beautiful models there. And she's like, I'm the way I'm getting this. And when she, they had her do a very emotional scene and she did it and they're like, wow, you can really act. So she figured out all these models. I mean, yeah. they're eye candy. She got the jump. <clears throat> you know, you don't want her to be eye candy. It's, it's such a ridiculous thing anyway. Like the, the point is like in the seventies, at least she was blind. And right. that's why she loved the thing because this, and this, the thing felt that because right. she the deformity, see, right, right. But the thing felt it like she she never really had that issue because she obviously knew she was dating the thing. She could right? feel that she was hugging a rock. Right. It's not like oh, I can't see your face. I can't tell you're a giant rock fan. Now look, see the mole. Yes, he's taking a liking to our Alicia. Oh, this is complicated. So much so that he wants her to be his queen. Oh, the jeweler queen, of course. Ridiculous. Of course, that makes no sense. If you've talked about this before, how like the world is its own little universe, and you were just saying, like, well, oh, it just coincidentally, Doctor Doom gets burned by the, you know, oh, you're right. Lex Luthor's boyhood friend. Oh, what a coincidence. Here's our goons again 10 years later. They're looking good. They must have some good goon insurance. <laughs> That's right. It could be they're looking good because really it wasn't 10 years later. It was like the next day of filming. This took 25 days to shoot. But they never released this movie. That's right. We, you know, anytime you want the history of this movie, we talked about it the first year of our show when we watched it, and it's in the documentary, which makes it so fascinating. The story of this movie is, the movie is good, but the story is even better, you know? And I have to give credit to the movie that the movie is entertaining on its own, but... Yeah, without the backstory. Yeah. Now, this crystal here, remember I told you that like, it was too much energy from Colossus, and it right. started frying the circuits and gave them, you know, so that's why they got the whammy jammy. Well, now they've got anti-whammy jammy crystal. All the power will go into the crystal and then be distributed out to the machinery and it will have cooled. Colossus will have cooled and they can harness the energy. Safe. The old anti-whammy jammy gun. That's uh, right. uh, crystal, excuse me, crystal. Christ, uh, now. Well, they're going to cut it with fentanyl and sell it for toys. <laughs> Look at that big, like, close-up of a stop of a right. traffic light. Yeah, Commissioner Gordon called. He was his bat single bat. <laughs> and the logo. So this um, burned Eichiger. Do I say it right? Burned Eichiger, right? He went to, he worked for Constantini Films, and he was a big wig over there. And he went to Stan Lee and was like, you know, in 80, what is it, 80... It's not in front of me right now, but it was in the 80s. And he said, we would like to make Fantastic Four. Now, back then, 
there was the Hulk on TV. You know what I mean? There was that Spider-Man. Like they weren't making blockbuster movies. We watched. We we watched uh, the Spider-Man TV show was repurposed into a theatrically released European movie. We watched that version. Uh, Howard the Duck is a famous bad movie. That's always considered the first Marvel movie uh, made. Uh, it's terrible, but it, it's on YouTube too. Uh, Did you already watch it in your past life? Did you uh, already yeah. see it on the show? None of the show we haven't done. My YouTube stopped, Carl. Okay, so I should pause. Yeah, I think there was like a power outage. And, uh... I'm at uh, 2203. Okay, hang on a sec. Yeah, there was just uh, an outage. The light went out and uh, the TV went out. Neighbors don't want to hear this. They can't handle the truth. I have the window open behind me. There was a cat sticking his head in the window. Really? Not your cat? No, my cat. My cat was... So I'm at 2203. What about you? I'm waiting to... I'm rebooting up my machine. Oh, okay. I'm going to... Pause. What happened? Oh, and I'll press go. Three, two, okay, 2303. for those editing at home, Carl. 2203. Three, two, one, go. So the collector is coming up to Ben Grimm's girlfriend, who's not his girlfriend yet. Well, the mole man guy, the jeweler. The jeweler. It's so interesting. I like when when superhero movies come up with their own heroes, <laughs> right? They're like, "Fuck it, sure, I can do uh, Wonder Woman's front, uh, villains," or I'll just come up with my own. What the hell? Yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. We're already shooting. Oh, <laughs> I mean, they didn't have the rights to this. Just Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom. They didn't have the mole man. In 1986, they spent two hundred fifty thousand dollars. They gave it to Marvel and got the rights to this. But then it was scheduled to expire at the last second of 1992, December 31. They wouldn't give them an extension because they got some interest now in bigger. So the only way he could keep the rights, Constantini Films, was to start going into production of the movie. Okay? Then that they... They had, you know, they di- it didn't expire because they were in production. So, right. so then he called on Troma Films first and had a lot of discussions with them. But Troma didn't want to touch it because the Fantastic Four is beloved. And to make a movie, movie of it, it wasn't going to be celebrated. You know, comic people were going to hate it, he thought. Now, hang on a second. When you say he thought, you're talking about Lloyd Kaufman, head of Trauma Films, on right. the documentary, thing, taking a deep breath of fresh air before speaking and mm-hmm. sucking all the oxygen out of the room, right? Yeah. Am I right? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, too bad Trauma didn't make a Fantastic Four. I would definitely watch that as well. I probably won't. If it's Trauma, I probably won't be able to make it through it. <laughs> <laughs> we only saw one Trauma film. We watched Troma's War, right, which right. is an all-on assault, which, by the way, boy, my sides are still hurting from laughing that hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mole Man has snuck into their ship, and he took the real crystal, and he gave him the fake one. Because he because... wants the real one 
Look at him jumping through the lasers. Who's he looking at? Doctor Doom is watching him. Yeah, because Doctor Doom was going to take the crystal. Right, and then this guy just did it. So he's Doom is like, ha ha! Thank you for doing the job for me. We'll just pretty, now get it from you. It's very hard for me to sift through this as a Cool Keith fan and not think of Cool Keith's Doctor Doom's album, which just has four O's in it or like five O's. Doctor Doom, including the classic song. Dr. Doom is in the room. <laughs> Dr. Doom is in the room. Is that what was that gloom? No, okay, here we are. Wow, they must have spent their entire budget on this. Right, on buying the stock footage from NASA. Right. Good news, I got stock footage from NASA. Bad news is the Space Shuttle Challenger. Good night, people. Now, Corman was the next one he called, or maybe they talked at the same time, I don't know. <clears throat> Corman was like, hell yeah, we'll do it. A million dollars? No problem. No problem. I really think that Corman and... Uh, Carpalipolo. Burned. Really, we're going to release this thing. They just they had to make it, you know. I kind of don't know what's in... Burned burned his mind you know but corman was going to release it it was going to be a film that he thought was going to go to theaters but in actuality they just needed something in production so legally they can keep the rights to fantastic four yeah you see this burned he's the same guy who made the real ones mike oh really yeah he must have so he succeeded. He was able to hold on to the... Uh, yeah, and he did Fantastic Four, and he did The Rise of the Silver Surfer. Right, which, to be credit to you, are both terrible movies. This is yeah, so much better. Well, I don't know that this is better. This is old-fashioned, corny, go, let's go to space now, with the special look, effects. Well, that was the comic book. Now, look, the crystal is bullshit, so they're gonna, again, get the whammy-jammy, just like Victor. How did the jeweler find a gem that looked exactly like the gem? And if he found it, why couldn't he find the another real gem, the other half of the other real? I don't know. This is what I would say. It doesn't make sense in the real world. But since you said it, I have the urge to go, hey, it's a movie. You got to forgive it a couple. No, you're right. It's bullshit. Look, there's the whammy jammy in action. See those colors? It's like right. 1964, 65. Oh, this is before 2001 came out in 68? Yeah, right. Look at this. That's another like 60 psychedelia. Like the whammy jammy's really fucking with them. Now, was it the same gamma rays that the Hulk got on Earth? Well, yeah, in space, it was gamma rays in the comic book. Right. And gamma rays, pretty much everything. You know, the spider, the spider on Spider Man was just radioactive. Okay. It, it was a gamma rays? No, it wasn't a gamma. <laughs> But if Doc Bruce Banner, belted by gamma rays, turns right. into the Hulk. What about the Fantastic Four theme yep. song? Look at that. They're dead. Fantastic hey. Four died. And Doom's going, ah, 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 ah. How can he watch that? Where is he watching that? Because from his own room. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it is ridiculous. And he would have a camera inside of Reed Richards' spaceship and see the mole guy. It's ridiculous. ridiculous. He had a satellite follow the spaceship, so the satellite fed the video yeah. to Doom's closed-circuit television set right in the throne room. 
which was not at the same angle as the throne. It was very obnoxious watching the TV because he had it like turned like this. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable. There was no TV in front of him when you see him on the throne. No, it's on the side. So you have to actually sit like this on the throne and or oh. or, or get out of there. Like, what's the point of having a throne if it's not facing the TV? <laughs> I'm the king of the castle, Alice. I'm the king. Turn my throne towards the TV, young lady. Ralph, we can only fit the flat of TV set on this side of the of our apartment, Ralph. The other side is the fire escape. Oh, Norton, why'd you give me this widescreen TV? <laughs> I wanted one right on the right on the dresser here in the kitchen. You know, the dresser right here in the kitchen. You walk in the house and there's a dresser. It's outrageous. Now you know that I know that you know that a TV set could fit right on the dresser. I liked my vacuum tube chubby <laughs> black and white TV. Oh. Okay, so they've crashed, right? But look at the ship. It's all fucked up, but they're perfectly fine. His hair is even better. I think they got a haircut for the for the accident. It looks like his his hair makes him look like he already burst into flames. <laughs> <laughs> oh right he's johnny storm now come on like these superheroes are ridiculous what are you gonna do walk around the streets of new york on fire flame on like what all of manhattan is covered with spider webs and then flames <laughs> <laughs> oh let's go let's across town no problem now in one of the avengers movies it like talks about that like how innocent people get killed and you know, because sure. you just roll into town and fucking fight some robot and everybody, you know. Oh, Ultron fucked up some fictitious country, right? Yep, yep, yep. Where we're on this road into space. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Uh, Ultron, Ultron. <laughs> there was a whole civil war based on that, but nothing to do with this movie. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay, so now it's like Sue is invisible. And they're Whoa. like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Oh, there's this. Uh, ha ha, I'm the better sibling. <laughs> so this woman was the con costume designer, or is it a band? And the name is Raviv Richards. Isn't that funny? Like, it's, yeah. it's not Reed Richards. Okay, so... In 93, he went to a place called Golden Apple Comics, a store on Melrose right, Avenue. Right down the street. And he went to buy Fantastic Four comic books for research. And I don't know, he's buying them and talking or whatever. And so he's he explained that he was the costume designer for this new thing. He's got to do the research. So like they all swarmed him and were like, are you going to do justice to this? He goes, well, that's why I'm buying the comics. Yeah, I'm reading up on it. Anita, Reeve Richards. I'm do you Reeve have Richards. any Marvel comics, my good Mar sir? Marvel. Marvel. I'm looking for comics of the detective sort. Would you please? I'm making a movie based on the Fantastic Four. What's your budget? Oh, money is an object. <laughs> yeah, money's no yeah. object. No, money is an object. Okay, so. They're kind of stranded here, and they're going to go through a lot of stuff. But I just want to explain something before it happens. An army's going to show up, but you got to know that they're a fake army. They're really Dr. Doom's, I don't know. Did they're, they land they, in Doomlandia? They didn't land in Doomlandia. 
They land. I don't know where they landed, but they got found by Doom first. So he pretended the military found. Well, because I mean, if if Jeff Bezos sent a rocket out in space, <laughs> you know the police will be there when it crashes. <laughs> they got it in for him. Fantastic Four is such a terrible live action idea. You got a man on fire. Then you got a guy who looks like I took my crayons when I was six and I drew a big rock monster, <laughs> right? Like this movie has no budget. So I'm going to give it a hard pass on whatever the thing's going to look like in this film, right? <laughs> but I've seen the Fantastic Four movie in the sequel. Yeah. Michael Chiklis looks ridiculously <laughs> stupid in that green outfit. And then uh, have you seen the last Fantastic Four movie? Yeah, I, the Silver Server. No, no, no. After that, there was a, a reboot remake. I'll have to watch it. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> or no, I shouldn't have to watch it. Oh, uh, definitely. Yeah, you definitely want to get the DVD for Netflix on that one. <laughs> well, if I can't stream it anywhere. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, you know, check the dumpster. Have you checked, like, uh, not Redbox, but Dumpster Fire? They might have it. It's terrible. It's really lethargic. It's just boring. And uh -huh. oh, the only interesting thing in that movie. Well, Michael B. Jordan's in it, and uh, he's Johnny Storm. Oh, uh, Michael B. Jordan? I, I mean, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I saw yeah. it. Yeah, you saw it. It didn't suck. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. It didn't suck. Um, way down in Louisiana, close to... What's his name? What's his name? Michael B. Moore. What's his name? Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Way down in Louisiana, close to New Orleans. Up into the woods and the evergreens lived a country boy who never could read so good. Do you know the song? Michael Jordan be good. Johnny be good, yes. Jordan be good. Let me try that at the open mic. I got to write it. Okay. Hey, well, that's, I wish you best of luck. <laughs> Jordan be good. Johnny B. Good. All right. Michael B. Jordan. Okay. So there was this guy at Marvel. His name was Avi something who I just know that's an Israeli name. And he was going to, you know, make the big uh, budget Fantastic Four with Eichinger. And so he was the one who called up Roger Corman and said, look, I will pay you a million dollars. You just stop don't release the film, cut everything off. And so Corman said, okay, and explain <laughs> why I was going to, I'm going to make a big budget. I can't have this dirtying the wall, polluting the waters. It would, I would, do you feel that way if this came out? Uh, no, I think it would have been fun to come out. I think this was the time. Look how she's getting so passionate. She's rubbing the clay on her lips. Right. Now she's going to get abducted and stolen by the minions of the mole mod. Can the mole man has minions? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, headsmen and minions. The jeweler. I don't know. This jeweler, it's unimpressive as credits. He's an English actor. Um, stage and television. Successful career in the States. Uh, West End on Broadway across America. He appeared in the U.S. as Young Victor Company. I, I guess he he was a he was in some movies. He was on in a TV movie, Alice Through the Looking Glass. He was in 
Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dream Coat. I don't know. He's got some chops, but this is a delivery person, and we're having flirting. Yeah, yeah, this is really. But it's kinda... one-sided. Well, so the the movie were, the other movie, the last one was Josh Trank directed it. But what I always amazed me about it, and I'm looking for, is that uh, Sue Storm and then I guess the dad, like uh, Dr. Frank Franklin Storm, uh, they were both in House of Cards. And I was like, wow, I just sat through House of Cards and two of the actors are in it. I got that feeling like we have premium cable and then you watch like a show that's only on premium cable and they show up in a movie and you go, oh, that's those guys from that premium cable show I paid to watch. <laughs> what am I, oh, what a ripoff this movie is. Now that's, it's the Sue Storm one you saw, right? Yeah. yeah. She is a, she was like a Ford agency model or something, but she got onto Guiding Light and her career took off. I mean, she was on Beverly Hills, uh, 90120 and Seinfeld and Dharma and Greg. The Sue Storm in which movie? Desperate Housewives in this movie that we're watching oh, now. Perfect. Well, that's oh, one thing I really liked about the documentary is that they gave the actors ample time to talk about this because they yeah. were being led on and they were encouraging them to go to these conventions and lead on their fans. No, and I don't. Th I don't think so. I, I think that Roger Corman thought it was going to release. Right, but okay, I, sure. So Roger Corman. Okay, after they made the film, the post-production kind of, remember, yeah. it halted. And I think maybe, why would Corman do that? But there was a point where they were, I mean, maybe they were really, they really did feel this movie was coming out. And they yeah. went to these conventions. And, uh, you know, most no notorious, which I really liked from the documentary, and I mentioned this the first time around, was that it was on the cover of a magazine I would go to, like, Tower Records and buy back in the day. Cool. Film Threat. And it was on the cover of Film Threat magazine, the Fantastic Four, Roger Corman production. And it was the only magazine that was covering it. And it gave that it credibility. Whole, that guy was there the whole shooting, remember? He said he was there because he was really a fan. Right. The, the, the publisher of Film Threat was given access. So he was like the voice telling, this is, of course, before the internet. But, it, you know, yeah. it was like you would read about it in Film Threat magazine. So you get your news from Film Threat. It legitimized this. Somebody along the line knew that this would not be released uh, ultimately. And well, that that thing came out right at the. Remember, he was there for the whole filming. I think, I think that everyone thought it was going to be theatrical released, even Roger Corman at that point. Right. Mm -hmm. And don't forget, Carnosaur around that time came out as a theatrically released. It, you know, his films were theatrically released. Yeah, you know what's funny is is what we're seeing right now. A lot of it is um, recycled Carnosaur sets. Really? Yeah, that was in the documentary we saw. Oh my god! Well, we also watched Carnosaur. Yeah, L W A F L M O Y T. Yeah, what a disgusting. So it wasn't it just was the Carnosaur film. Yeah, it wasn't just Carnosaurs on the loose. Diane Land figured a way to make women. Get impregnated by carnosaurs. Yeah, just by getting the virus. Yeah, you know, the the DNA was in you. I mean, after I saw that film, my carna was sore. Oh man, talk about a carnosaur. Oof. Okay, now they're like they all know they have powers now, except Ben Grimm is not a freak yet. Okay, 
So they all really have powers. Now, look, it looks like the army's showing up. Now, if this is really doom tricking them, that guy's American accent is excellent. He goes, begging your pardon, sir. I mean, it's excellent. You know, they taught him in Latvia how to do an American accent. Right, Latvia. Oh, they got the flags and everything. Right. We're America. Hi. Oh, Homer. You look like Homer. Right. Hey, dude. Yeah, what are you, Bart? Now they say, oh, no, fire at that ugly monster thing. There he is. I'm Ben Grimm. I'm oblivious that I'm a rock. Hey, guys. Boy, great to shake off those gamma rays. Tell you, I was drenched in them. I've got your new nickname. It's Rocky. <laughs> Don't you dare call me Rocky. He's got <laughs> the teeth. That's what the Clancy Street gang should have done. He hated the Clancy Street gang. Yeah, they would throw bottles at him, rocks. Okay, so there's an anatomic space, you know, helmet he's wearing. And and he like he's moving the mouth, but you see how the lip moves and stuff? Right, yeah. You saw it in the documentary, right? Right. It, it, it's all mechanical, and apparently they did a good job. It you think it hurt the guy? It didn't hurt the guy, did it? No, I think he, the guy bitches about the not bitches. I mean, it's legitimate. It's a it's hot. Here it is. Uh, Claro found the suit to be the hottest fucking thing he ever wore. He was this guy's a big stunt man. It's not the same actor. The actor who plays Ben Grimm is oh, not right. who we're seeing on screen right now. Well, that's a relief, right? <laughs> you don't have to wear the suit. I'll, <laughs> I'll do anything right act. Okay, well, you got to wear a suit. Uh... As a matter of fact, they work together a lot. Like, to what? how would you do it? Like, what are your mannerisms? Sure. That's, yeah. They did. <laughs> you see that a lot sometimes. Like, Doom Patrol, they have a guy voiced by uh, Brendan Gleese, uh Fraser. So it's like, wow, Brendan Fraser. But it, for most time, it's someone else, you know, acting. So here is a bunch of funny. Wait, are you talking about Brendan Fraser? Or uh, Doom, he's on Doom, Doom Patrol. He plays the voice of a robot. So it's a okay. live action guy in a robot suit. But it's the voice is him. So he must do it at a certain point. Well, I'm glad he's getting work. That's really cool. I yeah. just love him. Oh, he's terrific. He's the best part of the show. So now we're getting a bunch of jokes. You know, have a seat. Seat collapses. You know, I'm going to take a blood sample. Not sure how I'm going to do it. Hey, thanks for coming to my... I'm Alec Baldwin. Thanks for coming to my podcast. Here's the thing. It's basically, we're going to talk about you, the thing. So here's the thing with Alec Baldwin. Here's the thing. Right now. There he is. There he is. He's right there. Okay, now. Here's the thing. Now, here's the thing. Come. Uh, Clobbering time. (laughs) <laughs> that would be cool i hate that phrase unless the thing actually smashes through the wall after you say it yeah yeah now johnny figures out he says flame on and flame off i guess we figured out the magic words doc really like a shazam moment <laughs> yeah and thank god only burned his hand otherwise his jacket would have caught on fire now, when I was first watching this thing, I was like, this is cheap. 
we never see him fly like in the comic and then at the end they satisfy this looks like a commercial for like a activision game like you ready to beat the doctor (laughs) activision presents dr needles on atari 2600 what? Whoa! Like you think that was actually pretty good, pretty funny, you know? Yeah, that's the thing with this movie. No one's terrible in this film. They all do their job. Yeah, and in this documentary, you know, they really get the sense. I mean, they each have their like personalities. We got to deal with, but you get the sense from the documentary. Uh, they all were very genuine. It was going to be a step up. You see, that's Latvia. And it's the castle. And that's really where they're being held. They think they're on an army base. Right. Yeah. They think they're at like Cape Canaveral or Fort Knox. Right. Victor Von Doom. Dr. Doom is in the room. So what he's saying right now is, you know, they come to the conclusion they're going to suck out the, the Colossus power out of the four of them and put it all into Doom. And he'll be like the uber ultra being. Right. Oh, I see. That's stupid. <laughs> That's not Doom. He wants to rub it into Reed's face. <laughs> well, he wanted Reed, you know, to get killed. And he was going to take the uh, jewel from the jeweler so that he could have his own whammy jammy steal the Colossus energy, okay? I guess he has to wait 10 years. It's not really explained. Right, that's the thing, right. Like, what's the rush now? Yeah. He should have planned to take it and used it during the 10-year. Well, what's happening right now is he's kind of doesn't need Colossus because he can steal it from the Fantastic Four. Because what he's got is his own whammy jammy sucker machine. And it now, tickles their chest and sucks out their power. Is that the same actor under that mask? Yeah. Right. It's the guy we saw as young Victor. Oh, the henchman looking good. Looking good. Looking good. Nice guys, turn. Guys look like Wal- uh, Walton Goggles and, I don't know. It's not a screenwriter a friend. What is it? There's that stupid English cartoon, like Grommel and... Oh, right. Yeah, Wallace and Gromit. Grommet. I shouldn't say stupid. It's not stupid. I enjoyed it very much, but I'm just looking back on it, thinking of it now, and stupid came to mind. Well, that's because you're an adult, and you don't have a kid <laughs> in the room. But, yeah, no, it's good stuff. Listen, his cheese, and there was the wrong trousers, and there was, like, a were-rabbit bunny, and there was a... That was a good one, were-rabbit. so right now, they're going to see the jeweler say, we'll give you money for that jewel, and, like, the henchmen are, like, you know, they're surrounding them and stuff. Oh, I don't know. Anytime God. these guys are around, it's a comedic moment. You see, I don't like that about the film. Sometimes Dr. Doom is comedic. Like he's a goofy uh, monarch. And other times when he's around the Fantastic Four, he's fucking serious. And he's an evil man, you know? You know, when he, you know, he talks to his minions and it sounds dopey. Well, you know, I guess like Fantastic Four never existed in a, in a vacuum. I mean, I guess it did ultimately with with the, but because in the sixties it came out during like, I don't know, Spider Man and Doctor Strange. They was the Avengers and Iron Man, and they yeah. they had like other people to bounce off of. Uh, but I guess in this movie and in the Sony movies, they just 
they weren't part of that universe. Yeah, that's right. It, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is made by some other film conglomerate corporation right. than but, uh, Fantastic Four. Were. Well, they've been always like teasing that they're going to re- reintroduce the Fantastic Four in the movies and have the guy from The Office play Reed Richards. Well, uh, I think it's actually a very good time for them to add. They need some life in Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because what are they, they going to do? They're going to be like, hey, uh, unbeknownst to you, I too am a super scientist, billionaire genius with my own building in New York City. <laughs> but well, I waited for Tony Stark to die. Okay, wouldn't it be neat if their first film, uh, I guess you got to have the origin backstory, but I'm saying by the end yeah. of the film, they're on like the observation side of the Thanos bullshit, right? And they, so the first movie would be about them dealing as superheroes with half the population missing or whatever. Right, maybe, maybe one maybe of them is missing. Two, yeah, or something like that. And and do you remember that scene at the end when they're all, you know, like all the superheroes in the world come out to fight Thanos? Right. You, They could be just some boots on the ground and we see the ending scene from their perspective, you know, with them. What's over the hill? Come on, Reed, you know, and, and then Sue will come back. Sue, you know. She'll be like, hey, they said this open mic was an open mic, but I, I the raffle is bullshit. They picked my name. I was like 32. I think they did that on purpose. Yeah. They don't know me. It was the superhero open mic, right? Yeah, superhero open mic. And we're going to do a bucket. We're going to do a bucket. Uh, number 39, Sue Storm. <laughs> well, the first, one, bullshit. The first one picked was uh, Thanos, because when they yeah. all came, they were looking at him, so it was all comedians in the audience. And then number two is Anthony Quinn. Number three was the Wasp. It's a bit rigged. It was rigged. Okay, so now they've abducted Alicia, and they're like, we want the diamond. And he goes, no, it's for my girlfriend. And there's this funny scene where they pull out guns to threaten them, and then the whole room pulls out guns on them. Oh, all right. It appears to outnumbered. So they kick him out. One of the best things about Fantastic Four was when they weren't the four Fantastic Four. There was a robot in uh, one of the animated series. They they couldn't license oh, one of the characters. Torch. Yeah, the Human Torch was replaced by Robbie the Robot kind of little guy. Yeah, it was like Herbie or like he was Fantastic Five. Mm-hmm. And also in the comics, uh, She-Hulk was a member. I don't remember that. But you should I- check out... The mm-hmm. Terrifics, right? The DC comic, it has Plastic Man, it has Professor <laughs> Mr. Terrific, it has like uh, this girl who's a ghost who kind of is invisible, and then it has like this big hulking guy. Does it have Water Man instead of? Yeah, they have Water Man. They said, fuck torch. you, Marvel, if you're not going to do Fantastic Four, we'll do one. <laughs> so they're like, Okay, he said no, Dr. Doom. So Doom was like, I will take care of this personally. He's going to get the... the um... Maybe the crystal is needed to suck the whammy jammy out of them, Mike. I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's not about waiting 10 years. Well, yeah, but they're going to keep him in the castle for 10 years? No, right, right now they're... Whoa, Batman. I think that wipe, yeah, that was for fighting. Instead of spending the money on a fight scene, they did that. So they knocked out the guards because they're starting to 
well, they don't know it's doom or anything, but like something's not right. Right. Yeah, man, the, the Fantastic Four movie with Michael Chiklis wearing a trench coat and he's like in the rain in the alley and he's like yeah. seeing his girlfriend with someone else. He's like all sad or whatever yeah. it was. It was just like That's straight out of Kirby, by the way. Oh, yeah. And he's kind of pouring rain on you. Yeah, it's pouring rain in the alleyway as the thing is, you know, going through some personal trauma. And then clank, clank, bam, on the side of his head. The Yo, Clancy screen, boy. <laughs> See you later, Rocky. Don't call me that. But they all talked in that, like, Kirby Brooklynese, or they're like, yo, mm -hmm. We're the newspaper boys. We're newsies. We're the newsy corps. Yeah. Hey, they call me Mumbles. I don't know. They call me Mumbles. And uh, uh, my name is Flipper. I I like to, I have a scuba gear. Everything I say is Flipper. Maybe we can go in the water. Not yet, Scuba Man. The guy, he's got his hat sideways. Yeah, right. And he talks like this. Yeah. They call me the mouth. We saw we were so hot on you. The News Legion boy just like, and then they go fight in World War II. Because Kirby, like, he had a guy, like, him and his partner, they they were cranking out World War II comics, mm -hmm. including Captain, the original Captain America and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, Mariner was in it. Yeah, and it was like the Newsboys, the News Legion or something. And then when he went back to D.C. in the 70s, he said, you know what, I'm going to take my old character that I did, bring him back. The news. You know, uh, preteens from the 40s really got a bad rap with this fucking play called Newsies because now they all, you think they all sell the paper. I mean, it, do you remember uh, the Baxter Boys with Satch and Moe? Yeah, and, right, right, right. I mean, those are the real, like, like that's what we should be calling, not Newsies, we should be calling them, uh, what was the name of that gang? They were all in the gang. The, now you lost me, man. I the Bowery Boy, the back. Oh, the ba Oh, the, the Dead Bowery. Street. Yeah, the Bowery Boys. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm just bemoaning the fact that Newsies fucked that up for the people of that era. Oh, thank I, God! They, you mean now we can't watch the, the Dead End Street Kids or whatever there was? No, the, but now, like, anytime you see some kid from the '40s, like a nine yeah. years old or something, you, you think, think the Christian Bale singing a number? Yeah. Listen, I miss I miss newsies. How how do I know when the e early evening edition is out? Right? I don't. It used to be some kid would just tell me extra just extra. Barrels the web. Someone got shot. We got a picture. Early edition. Early evening edition. Yeah. Oh, the early evening edition's out. <laughs> Late in the evening edition. Final evening edition. The evening paper wasn't the paper of the day. It was like. One extra section printed that had some breaking news shit, you know. Yeah, usually it's like breaking news and then it's just repurposed. Yeah, and second edition wasn't out every day. It was a fucking newsworthy day, like the presidential election or something. I don't know. Like the newspapers were so dense with information, it wasn't like mm -hmm. it, that was where people the information all came through there. Yep. Okay, so now what we're getting is like we're learning his plot. You guys aren't going anywhere. I'm gonna suck the juice out of you. And they're like, ha ha ha. Now, for some stupid reason, and, and the writers weren't rookies, he's going to pull the super the super villain thing of leaving the room and having his henchmen do it. Oh, right. The Fantastic Four kicked their ass. He is Dude, royalty. He's not gonna get his hands dirty. No, but 
He's got whammy jammy powers and stuff, you know. But they don't realize that like Bob Odekirk from Nobody is in the house. <laughs> he looks like nobody. He's nobody. He's Mr. Nobody. Who are you? I'm nobody. Punch me a couple of times so I could kick you back. I don't know about that, old man. Now, the actors themselves were the ones who, like, were doing the promotion and paying for the promotion. Right. When this thing got was in post-production, like, they stopped spending money on it. They weren't rushing to edit it, you know, and they weren't promoting it. They had to, like, guerrilla warfare edit it on their own. And um, they, like you had said before, they went to, they did a movie, uh, they went to comic conventions and they did this, like, premiere in which they showed the trailer. Yeah. And they were going to open it at Mall of America in Minnesota. Okay, so apparently this Avi guy was in Puerto Rico. And he had a Fantastic Four t-shirt on because he wanted to make the big budget Fantastic Four films. And this kid on this on in the in the you know hotel or whatever said, Hey, are you going to the Fantastic Four premiere? And Avi was like, What? Fantastic Four premiere. So that's when he called Roger Corman and said, Look, I'll give you a bunch of money. Don't do this. Don't make it. Cease and desist. Halt. And that's when Corman called it off and it wasn't premiered. Wow. But then it didn't stop because this is, you know, this was after Newsies, but before the internet. So what we had was bootleg <laughs> copies. And that's how people knew about it. In yeah. 1994, if you wanted to see this movie, you would go to a hipster video store, like right. Lincoln Tongue in San Francisco or, or the other eye and third eye. And then they would have it for rent. And it would be like, this is it. This is the bootleg 1994 Roger Corman Fantastic Four. <laughs> bootleg, it, exactly. Yeah. And it would be like, it would be of this quality, if not even worse, like sixth generation dubbed. Yeah, uh, only the say. director says that he brought it to a dub house to, you know, like they would print out mass copies of stuff for the major film. He said, look, I just need two or three copies of this. He says that's probably the day it got leaked. They took it and some co copy guy was like cool fantastic, yeah, fantastic four. Four. i'm getting a copy of this and because they didn't have the negatives that's why uh, the only copy that Oli had was not from the negatives it was a kind of crappy one but he was right. like that's all he had so he's like dub this please and that's why it was born bad looking right yeah which is it's fine it works <laughs> Works so in now, favor. Yeah. Now stupid Doom comes in the room. It's like, what happened here? God damn it. Guys, I turned my back and suddenly there's a four logo. We're back in the Baxter building. This won't stand. I gave no, 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 no. you had one job. You had one job. Kill the Fantastic Four. How can you fuck that up? I left the room. I closed the door on you. <laughs> I I, I I that reminds me of Superman three when he's on the phone with Reed with uh Ryan, Richard Pryor. Yeah. And he's like, I ask you to kill Superman. <laughs> you can't even do that one little thing. Yeah, right. All I ask is you be in a room with the thing, a man who will burn you on fire, a woman who will choke you to death when you least expect it. And so a guy who will trip you this doesn't make sense anymore in the world again. Like they're out of Latvia and boom, they're home. And like, the I don't know. 
Yeah, but I mean, it would be like if it was, I don't know, you you call the cops and say, Boy, I was abducted. I mean, you know what I mean? It was just like, we got, we got away. You're right where he knows where you. I, you saw the movie. You. They were in Lafayette. There was a four logo went right into the screen. And Ooh. then you're back at home. <laughs> what, what, what? I don't understand. What do you want? It, it got from A to B. With thanks to the number four. <laughs> so, I love that hair leg. Right now, like Sue was getting all sweet saying, look, if anything happens, like she, she was almost about to say, I love you. You know what I mean? And he goes, he goes, why am I so shy around you? And he goes, what'd you say? Why am I so shy around you? Shy. That's why you turn invisible. You're a hothead, Johnny. That's why you flame on. Yeah, it's so corny. Literally. You're a rock hard erection. And that's why you're the thing. (laughs) You always use brute strength when scientific know-how would have gotten you there quicker, Ben. So he's saying Colossus took, you know, our DNA was altered. He's got the blood. He says Colossus took, like, what's the worst of us and turned it into a strength. Reed, that's such a stretch. Exactly. Exactly. See, you get it. Yeah. <laughs> On the nose. <laughs> yeah. They're going to so, do the superhero. They're going to do the superhero open mic. There's nobody here, Reed. Go up, do time, stretch, stretch. <laughs> well, that's been my time. Think that it show up, stretch, Reed, stretch. <laughs> Stretch, stretch. Yeah, then here's the thing. Okay, guys, here's the thing. That's my catchphrase. So the same time that mute that magazine article you talked about said it was going to be released on Labor Day weekend '93, and I get right. But in the end, the Mall of America was set for January nineteenth, '94. And yeah, but before they put the halt on it. Well, that magazine was shady at best, so it was always interesting to see his side. Like, he got roped into it. You know, it wasn't like he knew this wasn't going to happen. It happened, but they I do feel like somebody higher up knew this would never get off the ground. Someone well, knew going, they they approached Troma and they approached Corman. They did it because they, they had to get something off the ground. To extend the rights, and all he yeah. had to do was go into production, yeah. I mean, you're talking about a million dollars for something that's worth billions. Well, if he always knew, it's very possible. But I just think, oh, wait, I, I just think that uh, Corman didn't know. This was this is not our actor and it's not our stuntman. It's oh. just got right. They when they were editing, they realized the thing says, fuck this, I'm out of here. But where does he go? The next thing you know, he's with Mole Man. So they had to do a middle thing in which he walks the earth. So this is not our actor. Wow, it's a different thing. Right. And this was done after everything was shot. And it was, you know, months later when they were editing. This movie has some complexities to it. There's so many things. Yeah. You know, probably every movie does and we just never know it. This one didn't get launched and these people felt ripped off. So that's why we know about it, you know? Well, part of it was like the bootleg kind of went about. Yeah. One thing I like about the documentary it was showing the bootlegs, that the ones yeah. that were selling at conventions, the ones that they were selling at, at record stores or whatever.
you know, the premise of our podcast is that these are movies that we just read about or I read about mm-hmm. and never had a chance to see. And it's so great to have it on YouTube. Absolutely. And, uh, <laughs> oh, the outfits. You guys Every- like it? I ripped off the Incredibles, a seven eyes, a four. <laughs> no, she sewed them herself, you know? So. And, and they're just waiting for Ben to come back. Now, in 2005, Stanley said out loud in front of a whole crowd of people that the movie was never supposed to be shown to anybody. And the cast and crew had been left unaware. He says that. Yeah, then, I know. But then Eichinger dismissed these claims, stating that we had a contract to release it. And I had bought out that contract. I was, you know, they, they bought out that contract. And he says later, Lee's version of the events is definitely not true. Is our original intention to make a B movie? That's for sure. But when the movie was there, we wanted to release it. So he claims no. And this Avi from Marvel was the one who put the halt on everything. But But the actors still feel like... It was never supposed to be. Okay, this, again, this was all filmed after it was shot. That's not our actor, and and I don't think they're credited. I don't know. But what we've got now is the mole man finding the thing. See, the next, I'll tell you when it's back to our regular actor. Yeah, okay, from this point on, we're back to the regular film. That all that She's forced to be the queen jeweler. Yeah. yeah. It's so stupid. So it just happens to be the, gir- the girl who fell in love with a guy who b- knocked her statue over and broke it. Right, That's- before he turns into the thing. Right, before, not after. Right. So she gets kidnapped by a jeweler. And then she's saved by a guy who was she met cute, but now he's a monster. Right. Yeah. Okay, so he says, boss, we got a new member. And, and Mole Man goes, so what? And he goes, no, boss, you gotta see him. He's a fucking rock. Oh, well, there's jewels from rocks, right? Does he at least say that? He is a jeweler. No. no. Are there any other superheroes or villains in this world? Uh, there's the jeweler there's dr doom well if they made a sequel there would have been but they were always hanging they were always bumping to spider-man spider-man got trapped in their escalator or what was it their glass elevator did you ever see that issue in the fantastic four yeah i think so it was like meet spider-man I I didn't I don't remember that. Now I read the Fantastic Fours through all the 60s, all the 70s. Sure. And then I kind of stopped collecting because I got older and there were girls and right. you know. So maybe I have like one or two from like 81. I don't know. I, it dropped you, off. Uh, did you ever see the issue where they introduced Black Panther? Yes, and it was yeah. Kirby's art. Very right. nice. He he says, "Fantastic Four, come uh, uh, match wits with the Black Panther," and they go to Wakanda, mm-hmm. and he sets up like he these traps for uh, Fantastic Four, and 
Fantastic yeah. Four flips through them and they're like, okay, let's be friends. You, you passed <laughs> my test. That's exactly right. See, I, I found out from uh, Ancestry.com that I'm 17% African-American. And at 17% African-American, I'm not from Wakanda. I'm from like Wakanda. Are you going to do that? Then you go sing your Michael B. Jordan song? That was material. Clearly, you knew it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I smelled it like a half a block. I dropped that joke. I've dropped any joke that has anything to do with any, you know, like racy race or, you know, anything like whatever's really inappropriate. I just don't tell them anymore. You know, yeah, it's not your wheelhouse, man. You don't want to. It is my wheelhouse. It is. Those are funny fucking jokes to me, but but people don't appreciate them. So just don't do them. You want well, people to like you. It keeps things simple too. If you just like, you know, you want people to focus on your jokes and focus on, on the humor. You don't want people to second doubt or like go, well, wait a yeah. minute, you yeah. know, because yeah. of this and that. And, you know, I don't really think it's, and then like, they're, you know, yeah, good, good, good on us <laughs> here at the superhero. I, open I, mic. I, 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 they call it the bucket system at the Super uh, Hero Open Mic, but how come the Fantastic Four go four in a row? Yeah, the Fantastic Bump, man. Four yeah, in a but... row. Okay, so now he's realizing, look at this handwriting. Victor is still alive. Victor is doom. Oh, thank God, because this movie has been still going on. I now, here's Darth Vader entering the rebel ship to get the plans. Right, Dr. Doom is in the room. And he's bulletproof, we learned. And he's bouncing the bullets back onto the guy so they all die. Doom got fucked up, and that's why he covered his face with an iron mask. Yeah. And it was some kind of uh, ritual, right? And it sizzled. Yeah, you see, it's it's like the suit helps, like, uh, secrete oil on his skin or some crap right. like it, it, it's a Her mental thing as much as a superhero costume and in the comics he had electricity he would yeah that people he would taser people with his hand finger well, kirby, also, kirby also had uh, uh the red skull who had like a mask that put on his face and sizzled his face to... stuck on yeah so it was always this creepy thing with him yeah yeah the Red Skull looks that way in the cinematic universe one. Yeah, they don't really give an origin of the Red Skull. I see the Red Skull pop up in, in Marvel Comics. I'm like, why, why are you writing comics about the Red Skull, dude? Well, he yeah. was supposed to be the enemy of Captain America because Hitler was part of real history. So he couldn't, you know, you would see Hitler in the Captain America comic book. Sure. But um, not like he was the villain that Captain America ever fought. He always fought the Red Skull. And they threw in Hydra instead of just like the Stasi or, or uh, the Gestapo. They had Hydra. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's on Secret Force. Wow. Fantastic Four. But, <laughs> yeah, I didn't like this. In the sequel to the first batch, they had uh, Galactus show up, but he wasn't like Galactus robot. He was like a, a, a swarm. Galactus was a... Like gas. Well, let me tell you in a second, okay? Yeah. Okay, so he's got Alicia. So he's like, come here and, uh, you know, I'll shoot, you know, so do a lot of damage before you get here. Then Alicia says, I love you. 
and that makes uh, Ben all soft inside, and he's no longer the thing. He's Ben. Now, oh, get out of here. This is the only time we'll see this in the film. You would think this would be such a plot point. I've discovered how to cure myself, something like that. Right. But no. Were you trying to make a joke that she didn't see? That's the only time she didn't see that he changed it to the. Was I trying to make that joke? No, I was just yeah. saying that. Okay. That's uh, what happens in the film. I'm surprised that they don't. Um, they it's see it's poorly written it's out of nowhere this guy this writer's for real let me tell you about him uh craig j nevis and also a guy named kevin rock which is kevin hart and chris rock married first screenplay was happy together columbia pictures patrick dempsey helen slater uh and brad pitt's first film but then he got sucked into the roger corman world and he wrote all these corman films including death doors oh no 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 he also wrote on his own as a producer death door starring david carradine and step monster by alan thick oh i want to see that i want to see step monster with alan thick i saw it maybe i think it sucked ass was it better <laughs> than monster-in-law uh no monster-in-law was better Okay. I guess you didn't like Monster in Law. No, I just wanted to make sure that my monster. Uh, yeah, you're going to keep them straight. Yeah. Okay, so now Zoom Doom is like, hey, I got Alyssa and I got the laser and I'm going to zap New York City unless you guys come to me so I can do the whammy jam. And here's what the laser does. So come give me your power. I'm gonna suck it out of you with my anti-whammy jammy machine. Or I kill Alyssa and I blow up New York. <laughs> Hang up. Hang up. Yeah, doom out. <laughs> yeah, doom out. <laughs> Get the drip. Doom out. One million dollars. Bye. He didn't have to throw in that Austin Powers line. One million. That was very funny. Actually, that's not a lot of money. Well, what is a lot of money? Yeah, right. Then they can't afford it again. (laughs) So now Reed's like, I'll just take care of it on my own. It's my thing with Victor. I'm the one he blames. And then they go, we're a team. What's going to work? Teamwork. What's gonna work? Where teamwork makes the dream work. All right. Uh, All right. Settle down, children. Teamwork. It's just a job. It's just a job. Look, I'm pretty. We're light greasing up the lens, so I'm all out of focus. No, I don't know what's going on. This is the same set, like in Lafayette. Well, it's all it's all carnosaur stuff. You see that bubbly thing they made there, that little piece of art? That's probably new, but this, like, four walls was carnosaur stuff. You can still see Diane Ladd sitting in the back acting. Yes, with the strings. Look, look, it's art. It's it's animated. I can't even see, like, it's so blurry. Yeah, it's our copy, right? Now they're inside of Doom's place. Duh, it doesn't make no, sense. It looks the same. It looks the same building. 
I mean, we've made you know, look, if you went from New York City to Eastern Europe, right. I mean, that's a serious, long-ass flight. You got to make Listen, a connection. But you're talking about doing it. As someone who watches your exploits, I just want to see the New York City corridor, and then I want to see the interior corridor hallway in the Lafia. That's we it. created bullet trains. So you get there in 45 minutes. Yeah, just stand on this moving elevator uh, sidewalk. Right. Uh, yeah, it'll take you to <laughs> this building to the next. Okay, so they walk in like, what's going on? Nobody's confronting us. Right. And then he put, Four laser beams. Right. Well, they're, they're, they're like containment beams, and they can't get it. They're paralyzing them, and they're gonna, he's going to suck out their power with tickly-tickly anti-whammy-jammy device. Jeweler told me to build three of these tubes. I said, you idiot. Four. <laughs> I don't know, dude. He told me the costs are astronomical. It's going to be worth it. Trust me. <laughs> Why Here you happen? are. It's the things that doesn't work. You, I th Boss, I thought you said the Fantastic Three. You idiot. Yeah. Here's the thing. The thing is the fourth one. <laughs> Here's the thing. The thing is the fourth one. I'm doing it at the open mic. Just kidding. You know, so now we 80s, get some serious yeah. acting. I'm sorry, but why don't you even put up the volume if you want? Now yeah, he's like up the volume. talking about his crippling, you know, and why he blames him. Look at his hands, the way yes. Look at his what? He's an actor. Look at that. I'm, dude, I'm sorry. Can you take the mask off? I can't hear you. Can you take your face cipher you off? Turn the sound down again. Why? Why is do you like that, Mike? Look His at me. Look, behold the monster you've made. Yeah, there you go. Why to your wave? Sorry, his mouth diaper is covering up the way he speaks, <laughs> and I wish he'd take it At off. At the end of the film, they made a mistake, and they 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 didn't overdub the thing's voice with the effect, and he just sounds like the regular actor. Oh, it's clobbering time. Yeah. Yeah. It's during a wedding, and he's like, stand back, everybody, and it's like, he <laughs> just sounds like a dude. Well, I got to say, like, uh, in the 80s, it was a big event called Secret Wars, where all the superheroes get whisked to a magical planet. And at the end, at the end of the 12 issues, all of them leave except for the thing. He stays on this magical planet. Yeah. And he, and then he has his own uh, comic called The Thing, where he would meet, like, creatures that were, like, the Yancey Street Gang, but they were <laughs> aliens. Okay. And, at the end, the enemy was himself all along. It was it was Ben Grimm wearing a, a monk's outfit. That he revealed it. It's like yeah, and then he went back. That's probably one time he was on the leave of absence. They redid the look, Secret look, Wars. See the tickling. Ah, it was funny at first, but now it's annoying. Right, I you're uncontrollably tickling me. I did that to you on Fish Burgers. We pretended it was yeah, a right. shock. Okay, so how are they going to get out of this anti-whammy-jammy tickling machine? Right, they're, they're getting all their superpowers sucked out. 
Yep, that's right. And it's all going to go into doom somehow, which is never explained. So Reed uses his stretchy pants and uh -huh. stretches under the beam. I don't know how. And then kicks the beam off of them. I was going to say, it didn't look like a secure beam at all. <laughs> Did you check your beam? I think it might be your beams, doctor. You're, yes, beaming, thank you. you're, beaming, you're beaming too critically. Okay. Get them! It's clobbering time! It's clobbering time. Oop, here comes so, the fireball. Yeah, Johnny, they're like, Johnny, make a... Oh, bonk! So they, is she invisible, or is she just transparent? She's invisible. She, like, ducked out of the way, and they didn't see it. I so, don't know. Check this out. They go, Johnny, make a hole in the wall. So Johnny says, I'm on it. He goes, flame, 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 flame. And by the time they've kicked the ass of everyone in the room, the thing is like, I'll just do it. And he smashes through the wall. I, I would mention, if you're a fan of Doctor, uh, Fantastic Four, they redid Secret Wars, where Doom created his own planet. Mm -hmm. And he, he keeps, and he finds a universe where uh, Sue Sue married him and has his own children. Uh huh. And the sun is Johnny Storm, and the the orange wall is the thing. It's pretty cool. All right. Yeah. That, look, that's the first time she's used the force field ever. Right, the invisible wall. Yeah, invisible wall. He goes, nope, it's too late. It's too late. The laser's going to fire and it's going to kill New York City. Just like Terminator episode. I don't think you were, you weren't part of the Fishburgers. Oh, that episode? No, I don't think I was, Carl. Yeah, you were off at Brandeis or San Francisco. I don't know. No, and I think I was still in college back then in 90. When you had come home. Okay, so now we really see the cool ass you know, now we see the human see fly, yeah. yeah. And he's fiery, like a he looks like the comic. It was well done. Um, I used to come home for like Hanukkah for uh, Christmas, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I would come down for the holidays. And you say, Carl, leave me alone. I'd be no, we're filming content, we are making fish burgers. Let's go put on this costume. <laughs> well, it's something that we like. I mean, I worked at a banquet hall and I had a tuxedo. And we did I was giving uh, you a lift to work, right? Yeah, and we shot like War in the Gulf, and I was re news journalist, and it just happened to be wearing a tuxedo during the whole thing. It was perfect. I put a microphone in your hand from my band. Yeah. In the stack was the Gulf Station. You could see the sign. You were like, War in the Gulf. It is incredible. This war in the Gulf. Shot and at the Gulf Station. Meanwhile, I was dropping you off, but that was before college, was it? Or you used to work there? Yeah, I worked there during college as well. Now we have the big confrontation between Doom and Richards, finally. You know? You right. betrayed me. The thing is, Victor stayed in that room. You know, I guess he's saying that Reed should have stayed there too or something. <laughs> Look at my fangs. This kid's got claws. <laughs> you know, it was always like, they, you need this animosity. You need this, like... Right. Now, Richard's stretchy, stretchy power just keeps punching Doom down. And this was the last film sh uh, shot. This was the last uh, scene. Sh I don't know if I can say that. He had to come back to do this. This uh -oh. is a big fall. So he's like, 
Please help me. We were friends once. Look at this, man. Look how cool Johnny. It looks pretty cool. Now, if you know fire, it is it needs oxygen. It is uh -huh. a chemical reaction. Like it's it's turn, you know, only the carbons left as it oxygen mixes with whatever's burning. There's a laser beam would go right through fire. Right through fire. So I don't understand how he can stop the laser beam. It doesn't make sense. You got to give Johnny Storm a lot of latitude because in real life, he would just burn everything. Or yeah. be like a flame. You know, people would be petrified of the guy. Yeah. So if he exists, you know, you got to give him some oxygen, Carl. So Doom is like, will you help me? And then Reed Richards is like, okay. And then Doom is like, <laughs> you're a sucker. And then his he slips out of his glove. Right. It's shoddy workmanship. Made in Lafayette. <laughs> This way, Reed didn't kill him. Reed was going to help him. He Dude, killed look, him. Yeah, look, at, look at that cold-blooded eyes of Reed Richards. <laughs> Bitch is dead. Dr. Doom. So Dr. Doom dies. Yeah. But you know he never does. In the comic book, he fell into a volcano. And oh, even worse. Yeah. There's some interesting Fantastic Four stories. The sooner they, the problem with introducing them in the movies would be like, geez, after 20 years of like, it's not even real life anymore. There was this big blip and all this bullshit. Don't you remember like the crawl and there was that, watch how Johnny stops it, right? He just gets in its way. This is good graphics, I think. I guess, yeah, ragdoll. Well, for its day and for a million dollar budget and, but, Aren't you being entertained? I mean, he's all... Yeah, yeah. It's more entertaining than a lot of other Fantastic Fours. <laughs> he's pushing back the laser beam, which makes no logical sense. There was a six, 1960s comic uh, cartoon <laughs> show, the Fantastic Four. And yeah. like Spider-Man, it had its own theme song. Now, look, he's in space, and there you need oxygen to burn flame. and. Or maybe he's just in the stratosphere. Maybe he's just Cheetos. Like it's flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> so what were you saying? The animated cartoon, do you mean the one like... Um, From the 60s. What, yeah, there was, it was on Saturday morning cartoons. It had a theme song. Yeah. I don't remember. Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Don't very go to sleep. You're not a bore. <laughs> oh, you're doing uh hey, here comes Fantastic, fantastic Four. But does whatever a fantastic should. Stay awake, don't you snore. Okay, so we now promise they're not a bore. <laughs> the actor just said it with his now he's he's got his uh his worked on voice, his overdubbed voice, but we just second ago it wasn't. Now, here comes the worst effect of this whole film, and it's at the end. It looks like Dr. Seuss. That arm? <laughs> well, he has a job at a used car lot, so he figured he might as well. <laughs> Lincoln. They got a Lincoln Town Car limo. Very nice. Oh, wow. Very nice. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we did it. Carl, what do you think of this movie? I I liked it. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I liked it. I like this movie a lot. 
it's, okay. it's cheesy, it's cardboard, but don't it delivers. Think, don't you think the thing's costume was too small? It looked too much like a man. Like in the card, like he should have had broader shoulders, a bigger chest, and a you know, a torso that they did what they had to do. It's like watching it's like watching guys. stop motion animation. You go, I know this is fake, but this is as real <laughs> as it looks. So I, I gave him a pass. I mean, he didn't look as bad as Michael Chiklis. And he didn't look as bad as uh, I don't even remember the other Fantastic Four, but it's a it's either going to be a CGI suit or a, a guy wearing a rubber rubber shoulders. So. Yeah, I guess if it was done today, it would be CGI totally. Right. So I wonder when they when they finally crank it. I enjoy this movie. I'm glad it's available on YouTube again. It's worth a watch. Uh, it definitely get the the story in itself. Doom is also the documentary on YouTube. Make an afternoon. Always great to see it. Last time we'll ever have to watch another Marvel movie. <laughs> okay, well, that was the Fantastic Four here on Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube, L W A F L M O Y T. We hope you enjoyed it, uh, listening to it on a Sunday afternoon on our podcast, on our YouTube channel. We'll be back next Sunday. We'll be back here on Mutiny Radio. We'll be back on your podcast feed. And yes, we'll be on YouTube. Carl, next week's movie from 1979, King Brat. 1979, King Brat, F-R-A-T. Tune in again next Sunday at 2 Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm. And then please subscribe to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T, please. (laughs) And listen to the podcast on Sunday, please. And then subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Carl, thank you so much. What a great time. It was fun, Thank you, Michael. Always fun to watch a Marvel movie with you. I, I, I am just—it's a—it's a Marvel movie. <laughs> All right, sounds good. I'm going to go play in traffic, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks so much. We'll see Let's you next week. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a this song. I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to Carl. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a And you kept sneaking.
Black Plastic Mutiny Radio FM
exposed the guillotine All the doors are shut
There are Jews in the world, there are Buddhists, there are Hindus and Mormons, and then there are those that follow Mohammed's but I've never been one of them. I'm a Roman Catholic and have been since before I was born. The one thing they say about Catholics is They'll take you as soon as you're warm You don't have to be a six-footer You don't have to have a great brain You don't have to have any clothes on You're a Catholic the moment that came Because every sperm is safe 